but let's go back to food for a little bit. So, I mean, I don't think like desserts. Are there any? I mean, what? Well, you you like Jack? Oh, he likes Jack in the Box. But I mean, a lot of people like Jack in the I don't, Box. I don't know if I I like Whataburger a lot more, but Jack in the Box is the only twenty four seven place on the on a main street coming to our our apart our Lies. house, our apartment and house. There's Taco Bell and Taco Cabana and all that. Fun I did stuff. like the superfoods veggies from Panda. Oh heck, hey, shout out to Panda! Look at you guys go finally up in your veggies. You well, know? and the fact that they are another place with the calories. Does Taco Bell do calories? Oh yeah, Taco Bell's very. Uh, they're pretty forward on that and they also have a lot of vegan stuff too which is that's cool pretty for cool. vegans yeah well i'm doing my little 90 percent vegetarian kick and oh yeah been... how's that going for you not well <laughs> <laughs> rules were meant to be broken i caught right. a hard time from people that work because like i talked to this guy about smoking i think i talked about this before. i think you did talk about this but yeah. so so that happened so we go to lunch our whole team because somebody's you know leaving the team these two people so we have a going away lunch at this restaurant and it's I, I, you know, I try not to eat before 2 p.m. Uh, on most days, so it's like 11 a.m. and I had told someone that, so of course I get huevos rancheros and the red chili had pork in it, so I was like, whatever, I don't care, you know, I'm not a strict vegetarian, so I get my food and the dude who was talking about smoking meat before and was all butthurt about the veggie burger that I ordered is all, but I thought you were vegetarian, what are you doing, right? And then this other lady turns around, who I had had that veggie burger conversation with the guy with, and she's like, and I thought you said you don't eat before two. And I was like, Jesus, <laughs> what? people, people what have the fuck? your entire, entire yeah. eating I was habits like, memorized? Come on, man. Like, I didn't organize the lunch, and I didn't organize the place, and I've got to fit in. Like, And the problem, here's what pisses me off about fucking New Mexican food and, and trying to be vegetarian. If you get a tamale, and it's a vegetarian or vegan tamale... It's just got fucking calabacitas in it. And then you get a side of calabacitas. So now you're literally just eating masa mm, and fucking yum. zucchini. Which is good, but to me it's like too much. Well, I, I think the I think people do. They get very weird. If you mention anything about your diet and they see you, you know, straying from that, they will call you out, you know. Yeah, it's which just is kind really of weird. weird. It's especially, like none of anybody's business. Yeah, and especially if you're a healthy weight and you're not saying you want to lose weight and you're you're not asking for anybody's advice and then people still do that. It's fucking weird. People do that to me as well. Yeah. It's well, I'm sure everybody does but it to everybody, but it's, I, I purposely eat like junk in front of everybody so they just leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I try to not like, you know, if somebody invites me to lunch, I'll be like, sure, like, I don't care. And I'll just get something like soup or a salad. But, you know, it's and it's difficult to avoid that, especially when you're like super stressed at work or whatever. Well, I bet when you're a man, though, um, it, it's harder, especially since you're supposed to be, you're supposed to be a meat eater. So the fact that you got a veggie, right. you know, a veggie burger was probably just like, and I don't know if y'all have seen Alex. He's a very manly man. I mean, he's got a beard. He's got a deep voice. <laughs> he's got big hands. Like, and yeah, so I think people are just automatically going to assume that you want a big old steak, you know? Right. Which I do. I mean, I want to eat a salad for three days and then go get a 23 ounce porterhouse. Mm, like that's that how I roll. Good. But you know that. So when I'm eating something like a corn dog and I'm feeling guilty for it, what am I going to be drinking? I think that I, I was thinking about this earlier. I think my guilty pleasure cocktail is a Cape Cod. 
What is that again? I don't know what that is. It's a vodka and, and cranberry juice. I love the, yeah, that, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Those are tasty though. Yeah, I just don't know. I, I don't like vodka and I don't like cranberry juice separate from a cranberry vodka. I'm never, you know, I don't even order that that much. You know, maybe like a painkiller or I don't think I see that many cocktails as being goofy. Maybe like the, the weird, funny blue colored ones, like a I've blue seen, Hawaiian, yeah. Yeah, blue Hawaiian liquid marijuana aren't bad drinks either, though. No, that's, heck no. Just because you put curacao in something doesn't mean it's a bad drink. Well, mine is, like, I like trashy, you know, I, I said before I, I like Four loco. That's not an everyday thing because that's yeah. just way too intense sometimes. But, like, I love wild turkey. That's my favorite thing, you know. But apparently whenever I drink it, I break out in a rash, which isn't fun, but... It still doesn't prevent me to drink it. Well, a lot of times you get free drinks for drinking that. Yes. Well, I don't think wild turkey is like a guilty pleasure. Well, people are find it disgusting. Like everybody so is weird. like, what the fuck? You like wild turkey? It's okay. disgusting. So we went out partying with our, our uh, family who were coming into town to surprise visit, sort of. And there was a guy with them. And he was. Lo- I was like, hey, dude, let's do a shot. So we go up to the bar and I got Buffalo Trace, which is a good bourbon. And he was like, well, let me buy you a shot now. And he ordered a pineapple upside down cake. And I was like, I, you know, not that I didn't enjoy the drink, but I'm not one to go for like these, you know, it's almost like half of a pint of juice with yeah. a shot in it. And I'm like, I'm not about that, you know, cause I don't want the sugar and the extra calories and the like lots of times lingering taste. Like if you get something minty in a shot that ruins the taste of everything else that I'm going to drink that night, you know? But I was like, what was it about the straight bourbon that I ordered made you want to get me a pineapple upside down cake? (laughs) That's really, that's a funny, it was good. I I, bet he was just trying to fuck with you. Maybe, maybe that's it. Yeah. Cause you were probably trying to be like, yeah, bro, I'm going to get this bourbon. And he's probably, well, I don't think of shots as being the, I mean, and that's my problem, right? My, my, inhibition or whatever is that like what's holding me back from exploring the world of shots is that i never order these really interesting drinks that are to me they're off kilter but they're like normal for for regular people i guess but i guess we don't go out to bars to do shots that often because a lot yeah, of times unless we were, we're with my family <laughs> right well and and we didn't and we ubered home and now that uber is around i guess that's what i should do is explore the world of weird ass shots yeah, I, I'm not into them at all. Yeah. I, I've never been. Yeah, well, it's like a cement mixer is kind of gross, if it, you know, and then there's, yeah, I, I don't know. I just anyway. don't get it. Well, I We were just talking about this. There was a milkshake place in Dallas that we went to, and they sold um, alcoholic milkshakes. So you yeah, could, like, you could get, yeah, whatever shot you wanted in your milkshake. To me, I was just like, nah, I, I got my milkshake with the side of a shot, you know? And that's what yeah. I, that's what I always do when I drink, I drink black coffee and I'll eat a donut with it, you know, instead of like getting creamer in my coffee or like, yeah. or getting a Frappuccino just because I like, I just, I like my two things to be separate. I don't want no intertwining, but I do like yeah. pineapple on my pizza. I mean, I guess I could eat a pineapple, a bowl of pineapple and then eat some pizza, you know? That'd be interesting, yeah. Pineapple upside down pizza. (laughs) Well, that's like dessert pizza. Like, what, uh, Godfather's or wherever does dessert pizza. I don't know. 
Oh, um, yeah, there's that weirdo pizza. Well, I think it's like a Midwestern thing. I always see my cousins posting this weird shit, but it's like, you know, it's like the kiwi whipped cream. Like, they call it a dessert pizza, and it's it's kind of like those salads but they're not actually you know there was like a oh it's like ambrosia pizza there was a snickers salad that one of my youtube ladies make where it's you know snickers and then caramel and whipped cream and i'm like that's not a fucking salad you know yeah i really don't like them calling things like that like fruit salad i guess is a salad because it's fruit nah, covered it's in whatever cocktail creamy stuff. you know what I'm saying? yeah that's a good point it should be like creamy fruit cocktail not like whatever it is but What's that salad with the jello and the pretzels? Is that ambrosia with the whipped cream uh, and the scent? I don't know. That like sounds disgusting. Strawberries and whipped cream and jello and pretzels. I really like it. I guess that's a guilty pleasure dessert from back in the Midwest. You know what I don't like is seven layer salad. Mmm. Are you serious? Yeah, that I stuff is just. It's like salad. bacon bits and it sour so cream good. with peas in it and stuff. Like for oh some my reason, gosh. I can't. I can't do it. And I think it's probably because. When I was in my teenage angsty years, we would go visit people, and then they would make seven-layer salad for everything. It's, it's just like, so funny to be an angsty teenager in the Midwest. Yeah. It's well, kind of like that, but... what like Lance was saying, the goth girl and the Applebee's. It's kind of how I felt my entire life in Ohio. Yeah. Um, Even though I wasn't goth. Well, and and I thought, yeah, I'm still confused on whether there are more goth girls or Applebee's in the world. I mean, that's... A, I don't that's think a, there's a lot of goth... Well, I think goth made a comeback a little bit with, like, there's a lot of Instagram gothats, but they're, you know, they're on there and I don't know. So, I, I guess it's trendy to be goth. And I had something to say that I forgot about oh, that, sh- that I thought was going to be really shit, interesting. Oh, I followed up. Okay. Weekend update. If you weigh, I think it's 512 pounds at 10 feet, that's the border of healthy BMI. Oh, nice. Yeah, so if you go to 513, you are hitting a. See, overweight. so Lance was wrong. He said that you could be, oh, so what was overweight? 500 and what? 512 is the end of, the is the high end of a healthy BMI when you're uh-huh. 10 feet tall. And then it's, what? when does it start? So 512, over 512, you're unhealthy? I'm pretty sure that 600 is still overweight. Like, there's a very broad Oh, so you're not range. obese at 610. Well, I'm not sure. You know, this was like a, the Google BMI calculator or whatever. So it wasn't, you know, the most reliable source or whatever, but... It, Interesting. Yeah, so I thought that was... Dun, 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 the weekend update See, of stuff. See, so now things. we know you can't even be 10 feet and be 600 pounds. Damn. Yeah, so you must have to be like... If you're 512 pounds or whatever, you must have to be like... 18 feet, that is so crazy to see feet. a 10 foot person be 500 pounds and look a normal weight. That's so crazy. Well, if I'm 6 and 220 and I look semi normal, then if I were, excuse me, ew, <laughs> to fuck up your <laughs> podcast segment accomplished, uh, Daddy were, did a little oopsie daisy. Yeah. So I would look the same right at 12 feet and 440 pounds. So that's sort of the same for me, right? It's just really scary to think about that. Like, no offense to all our 10-foot listeners right now, but I'm sorry. That's frightening. Yeah. Well, (laughs) and if you're 10 feet, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. Well, there was a documentary or something about, like, a 10-foot guy, and he had a a bunch of health problems because of it. Yeah. Well, there was, uh, wasn't the elephant man, Joseph Merrick or whatever. He uh, He was pretty tall. I don't know if he was 10 feet, but... Well, tall back then was like 5'9", you know, so we don't know what's going on with that. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> but hey, if you're tall enough that you die in your sleep 
because no, you it was because of his head. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder what a healthy BMI is for a head. Uh, just the head. Just, just hey, did kidding. you want to know how to lose 15 pounds of ugly, useless weight? Real quick? I, I don't know how. Chop off your head. My daddy. That that was his joke. Yeah, that was a really weird joke. It's so true, though. Yeah, I guess so. So, uh, so drinks. Is Baja Blast considered? I don't. I don't that's oh not yeah, a I think pleasure. any Mountain Dew drink is a guilty pleasure. Is guilty pleasure? Yeah. I think it's a pleasure. It's just a straight pleasure. I don't know about guilty. I mean, maybe because I feel guilty if I drink a two-liter jug of Baja Blast, which I don't know if that exists, but... You don't think it's a little bit... It's not embarrassing, but kind of like... I don't know, because I, when I think of Mountain Dew and, you know, all those things, I think of either, like, you know, people, like, neck beards or whatever, or, like, people that are, like, 10-year-olds, you know? So it's just kind of weird to see a grown-ass man drinking a Baja Blast. I had a I had a boss in the first IT job that I had. He drank Diet Mountain Dew nonstop. Now that's like classy AF. Stop. But then I had a friend from high school who got diabetes in college because all he did was eat Domino's and drink Mountain mm. Dew while he was playing World of Warcraft. So he was one of the See, World of Warcraft go. guys. So that, that phase... Uh, and I'll say if I wanted to pay monthly to play a game, I'd play World of Warcraft. But People still play that? Well, I don't know if the numbers are that great. I'm not sure, but I know Blizzard as a company is not doing that that well because they announced some stupid video game that was just a reskin of a Chinese mobile game. So what about beer-wise? I mean, a couple nights ago I went out with my friend and I asked the bartender, I was like, can I just have a light beer, you know, whatever, because I was trying not to get that drunk, but mistakes were made. Um, And I was like, do you have a Bud Light? And then he's like, no, I have Coors Light, though. So I was just drinking tons of Coors Light. And you know what? It wasn't bad, but I definitely felt kind of strange drinking it, you know? I'm not a big fan of Coors Light. I I mean, I was going to say, actually, beer-wise, I haven't had it in a long time, but I remember really liking Honey Brown, which is like the cheapest. Oh, I don't like that. It's basically like syrup with with beer. I don't know. I don't even know if there's actual. They just, they make like... Flavorless root beer and then pump a five percent of alcohol in it or whatever. Yeah, I I I'm not I'm not one of those beer snobs though. Those people really irritate me. Sometimes you just want to drink whatever and you don't want people judging you. But but you get it from both sides because the people that only drink Bud Light or Coors Light, they act like you're crazy for your beer taste and you know. Yeah. Or like for me, I'm I love IPAs. But apparently there's like the sect of people, there are all these memes going around saying like IPAs are like, the, what, were, what were they equating it to? Like they're just basically... IPAs are the white man's pumpkin, pumpkin spice, spice latte. latte yeah. yeah, and I'm just like, really? Come on. That's that's not true. <laughs> but I that, think it's pretty true. For some for some people, but I think people need to realize that well, women do like IPAs. Well, there are always outliers to, the, to the, uh, the what general rule or whatever, but... Uh, no, the other thing is I have, I have a lot of guilty pleasure beers. I don't care. Landshark is like one of my favorite guilty pleasure beers, like a shot of tequila and a Landshark with a lime in it. I think that's really good. Yeah, I'm not, Landshark's okay. I I wouldn't like go out of my way and drink it, but I wouldn't say that's a guilty pleasure though. I don't know. It's kind of an old man beer though. Yeah. I think it's definitely not, um, well maybe it is my demographic of beer since I'm a, you know, thirties white male. 
I love, um, what do I always drink? Oh, I always drink like Diet Coke and then uh, Jack Daniels or no, uh, Captain Morgan or something. That's like a, I mean, it's not really a guilty pleasure, but it's like, it seems gross, you know, and it's like. Well, it is. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't like diet drinks. I don't know. I just can't handle the taste. I think it tastes good, but yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's. All this talk about guilty pleasure is making me want to make some sloppy joes. That sounds so fucking good. When's the last time Mm. you had a sloppy joe? I mean, come on. I don't know, but who, somebody's got. Sloppy joe sliders. I was just going to say that. That's (gasps) what I need in my life right now. Yeah, so. Yeah. Well, so let's see. We did YouTube. We did movies. Sort of. We did. We kind of. Yeah, we did a good little bit about music. We did food, drinks, podcasts. I think I would say right away Auntie Donna, which is also YouTube. I think that's a guilty pleasure because there's no value to it. It's just funny and it's like annoying funny or whatever. But the podcast, like, it's horrible because I will lay in bed trying to go to sleep because that's when I listen to most podcasts and things and they'll make me fucking laugh at the dumbest shit like there was an episode the other day where they were pretending to be the guy the bad guy from Superman who was like Michael something right and they're pretending to have him in the studio and then they're talking about like I don't know him doing anal sex or something (laughs) like that so I'm laying there trying to sleep I don't remember what it was but you know, so that was, that's, to me, that podcast is, like, my guilty pleasure, probably. Um, do you, what would I, say is your guilty pleasure well, podcast? Well, like, just thinking about this, I mean, I listen to Focus on the Family, which is, like, if you guys know James Dobson. Actually, I watched the Ted Bundy documentary, or the most recent one on Netflix, where James Dobson interviewed Ted Bundy, and he starts fake crying, saying how pornography was the cause of him to be a murderer and all this stuff. But yeah, it was so, it was just terrible. But anyway, he found it in. It's like an evangelical Christian podcast, um, which is not my views at all. I'm not an evangelical Christian at all, but I like to listen to it. I don't know. Some of it I just don't agree with at all, but I mean... You're peeking a lot because you're looking at your microphone. See how my voice doesn't do it? Oh, okay. So it, it messes up the audio when we mix it. So I just wanted to say that. Okay. Yeah, but it, it's not really a guilty pleasure. So, well, it kind of, it's a weird, I don't know. It's it's interesting. I think it's always good to get different perspectives from, from things like that, like radio shows, podcasts. Um, although it's hard to have guilty pleasure radio shows because it's, you're so force-fed that crap. You know, like, there's only, like, ten radio stations, and there's, like... I don't think there's one really... Unless there was, like... Oh, man, I don't know. Whatever. There's a station in Albuquerque called Ed FM, and it plays, like, really, like, just, like, soccer mom-type kind of... I guess, like, Drops... I think that's where I heard Drops of Jupiter was on that station, but Alex listens to that a lot. I don't know. It'll be, like, blasting me in the car. That's usually when you're in the car, though. (laughs) Um, to I torture think me. The the one that I listen to, I think, is called the Rain, which always reminds me of Airheads when they're that's like that's the Muzak, right? Or no, Muzak it's not channel? called the Rain, is it? No, that one's the Oasis. <laughs> <laughs> that's my guilty pleasure channel. Yeah, you thought of it. So it's smooth jazz, which I really like real jazz, and I don't consider smooth jazz to be real jazz. It's just you know pre-written whatever soft music. It's easy listening or adult contemporary, really, but. I'll listen to that station because we we had a jazz station 
up until like 2010 or 2011, and then it turned into a classical station. So, which is still, you know, that's okay sometimes, but it's just, you know, sometimes you got to get your shitty jazz music fixed, like elevator, elevator music stuff, but they never really play anything real. That's, I don't know. I guess that's it. I guess that would be my guilty pleasure radio station, which is weird because I totally wasn't thinking that they existed. Yeah. Who, who even thinks of that anymore? Yeah. Maybe it's called The Breeze, the one that I was thinking. Because the rain is the one from Airheads. That's why I was confused when he said, listen to the soothing um. sounds of the rain. <laughs> which is funny that I think Daddy's Home 1 is actually the sequel to Airheads. Oh, yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know who the characters would be. Maybe Brendan Fraser grows up to work at a, a, a radio station and becomes Will Ferrell. <laughs> Maybe that's what happens, but they couldn't get Brendan Fraser to act in it. Um, so the last thing, guilty pleasure thing that I wanted to talk about is books. So I don't know if you have mm. any books. I know you, because you, it seems like you read more paperback or or actual physical books back in the day. Well, yeah, I haven't, oh man, I haven't read any books in a while, but I guess I was, but this, I mean, I was a teenage girl. I was obsessed with V.C. Andrews, you know, those books like Flowers in the Attic about the brother and sister fucking each other and stuff. Like I was obsessed with all of those books. I would read them all the time. Mm-hmm. I also read Jenny McCarthy's uh, like anti-vaccination book too. <laughs> <laughs> And I didn't like, I mean, that's kind of stupid because I didn't really like it. It was just... Some of those, yeah. When I first started that same IT job where the guy always drank Diet Mountain Dew like 24-7, when I I started, he gave me a copy of one of Bill O'Reilly's books. And I was like so surprised. I was like, what the heck is all this about? Like, I think it's because you were so young and you thought you're probably like uh, like adaptable to, to – or he's trying to mold you, I guess, maybe? Yeah, well, I think he was trying to be like sort of a father figure because I was <laughs> really young. And it's true. Like I did learn – and uh, I can't even quantify the amount of IT important stuff I learned from that business and, and that guy. So, And actually that was kind of what made my Linux – uh, interest flourish and stuff and my knowledge there. But hey, do you the Bill think you O'Reilly should have book, your uh, Linux club meet? You guys could do a podcast, sit around and talk about Linux. <laughs> that's true. So I actually, yeah, so I have a Linux club through work and, and we could do like a Linux podcast maybe, but that, I I'll don't be know. in the other room watching uh, watching Simplicera or something. Yeah, I, I don't know. There, There's only so much that you can do with Linux podcasts and I think the two of them that are big do it. So if I had a Linux podcast, it'd be like this, but we would talk about Linux more. So I think that's, I don't know if there's a point in me doing that because I couldn't really do. I would just pop in randomly and be like, which Linux distro is the best to watch porn? (laughs) It was backtrack Linux because, you know, you got to have the hacking tools. But um, so books, you you were talking about books and, and your VC Andrews stuff. Well, you liked all those what was that fucking guy's name? The Fight Club guy? I, I didn't think Polinuk? that. Yeah, I, I, to me, if I liked those, that would be a guilty pleasure. Yeah, I no, like I them. agree. I think now, <laughs> I think, like, post my Fight Club obsession, which I think every, like, white male went through, like, a Fight Club obsession, and now I'm looking back, like, that was my embarrassing teenage time when I did that. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I think he had a good book. I think Survivor, about the guy pla- crashing the plane... To Kill Himself was a good book. I think Choke was okay. Choke, yeah, I think the movie was about as good as it could have been, too. Like, 
I think that he just had this weird thing of like I think in Fight Club and Choke it ends with everybody the guy knows showing up and like either helping or undoing like they you know he's building a castle I think in Choke and they all everybody he's wronged comes by and and uh, tears the castle down or something like that like something totally bizarre which is like a real cop out ending I think nothing against Chuck Palahniuk because he's written way more books than I have which I've written a couple but um, it's just like I don't know. I don't want to talk about Chuck Palahniuk anymore. That's fine. <laughs> it's that's maybe that's why I I feel super guilty for having I don't know that one uh, monster or invisible monster or whatever where the lady shot her own jaw off. That was pretty interesting, I guess. Yeah. He had really good ideas. I think that I think Chuck Palahniuk should have written independent films, like. Lullaby, where the African song kills people and they, the parents sing it to their babies, and that's kind of the cause of SIDS. Like, that was a really cool idea. I don't know if I read that book. I, I don't remember. I think I did. But other than that, I think Bukowski is now, because of the way, because of the, way the world is now versus when he was writing, I think that he's now a guilty pleasure. Yeah, but he's just so... It's hard because he's just so... I really like his his stuff you know i'm more i don't like his poetry i'm more into his novels but like woman was just the great ham on rye is like one of my favorite yeah that was a really good one and i can't believe i waited so long to read his novels because his poetry was so influential yeah um i think that like my poetry wouldn't be the same without reading bukowski um which is really which leads to another guilty pleasure of music the deftones Oh man, Deftones are, I used to like, that's one thing when I first met Alex, I was like, the fuck, every single song sounds the same. Why are you listening to this, you know? But mm-hmm. then now I listen to it a lot, actually. Yeah. Well, so. I think I think they're more, they're willing to branch out more. And I watched that Lie, Lie Likes Music or whatever. Have you ever seen that YouTube channel? No. So the guy explains bands. So there's one for Radiohead and Deftones and Smashing Pumpkins and all, et cetera, et cetera. But the the one about the Deftones is like sometimes they're called the Radiohead of new metal. And interesting. Yeah. Well, I think with White Pony, they if they had kept going in that direction, they could have been, right? But they went back in the the like heavier direction, which you know, I I liked their self titled, um, well enough. I think Saturday Night Wrist was the last album I liked, but. But Chi Chang was the basis of the Deftones before he died in, in a, a very extended, horrible case of, of a car accident, of him not wearing his seatbelt. So, yeah. But he was the one, he talked about Bukowski first, and, and then I heard the Chili Peppers talk about Bukowski on Blood Sugar Sex Magic, and, uh, and that's why I started reading. And I think my first Bukowski book was Slouching Towards Nirvana, which was a really good poetry book. So to go back to Guilty Pleasures of Music, oh wait, we're still talking about it, so never mind, not to go back, but to, mm-hmm. to proceed. Um, I was reading the Wikipedia of Chief Keef yesterday because 6ix9ine admitted that he was hired, you know, trying hired people to kill Chief Keef in a game-related thing. Wow. But um, I was reading his Wikipedia, and Lou Reed actually, like co-signed Chief Keef, which is hilarious. I love Velvet Underground, but it's just so funny that, you know, that I like, it just shows you that 
some it doesn't have to pretentious people or what you think is pretentious i mean if they see something as being good art then it doesn't matter you know what genre is if you think because popular rap is is you know yeah unintellectual or whatever but he said that he said it's just so he said it was just inspiring because chief keep does a song with kanye west i think about alcohol i'm not sure maybe alcohol addiction uh-huh. but um basically just you know giving him a lot of positive feedback that he was such a tough guy from chicago and talks about that in such an emotional way you know but you know what's interesting about that is that um the velvet underground really sang about sex drugs and rock and roll and they didn't do it in a pretentious way like yeah, andy they're... warhol was a pretentious aspect of that band but like loaded was totally like you could probably transpose that into current rap lyrics yeah but loaded was like their i mean people stopped listening everybody sees their downfall after um after john was it john kill because he left after um mm-hmm. white light white heat yes so then everybody thinks after that which is to me their self-titled not velvet underground eco but their second velvet underground their second self-titled is mm-hmm. my favorite uh album and that's you know after white light white heat but yeah that's crazy because i really never listened to that yeah that album like I think they're. I think that Velvet Underground and Nico was like pop, like ninety percent pretentious. White Light, White Heat was like no pop, one hundred percent pretentious. Yeah, still I'm a good not album. a bad. Yeah, I used to be like I kind of would have to force myself when I was a youngster to to like it just because it was like one of my favorite bands. So I just remember thinking, oh, you gotta listen to this, but the whole time I'm like, eh. Yeah, I kind of like the droniness, the repetitive aspect of that of that album. Um, which again, I think can totally apply today to a lot of the music that's going on um, outside of like the country and rock circles, even though those are sort of borderlining that stuff too. But, you know, they're not singing about having a beer with Jesus, which I think is the downfall of the music industry today. Mm. <laughs> you mean having a Baja blast with Jesus having while listening to Focus Buddha? on the Family? Yeah. <laughs> That yeah. sounds like such a fun time. So it sounds like we need to do a YouTube video. Our our first real YouTube video should be us eating corn dogs, hot pockets, baja yeah, blast. Yeah, we should do a guilty pleasure food to, episode. Doing a reaction video to focus on the family. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, so that'll probably never happen, but um, I think that's it. I think that's everything that you can have a guilty pleasure in, aside from like clothes and weird stuff, like whatever. Yeah. There's tons of other things, but my this is my final advice. Alex says he loves when I give advice. Just kidding. But, <laughs> you know, don't fuck the haters, man. You like what you like and you be proud of it. And if you like something that isn't popular or people think it's stupid or whatever, or if you want to eat that third lean pocket, you go for it. Yeah. Just right. don't post about it on Facebook a lot because nobody gives a fuck. That's true. Well, we're not on Facebook, so you guys can post whatever you want. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And I don't really want to tell people what to do, but uh, migrate to Instagram where we are accidentally fasting. I enjoy sneezing and Langston books or go to the website accidentallyfasting.com. We've got links to the podcast and RSS feed, iTunes, all that fun stuff. And we post little blogs every other day or so that are kind of funny. Yeah. Subscribe to our mailing list. Yeah. Which we don't have, but we'll have at some point in the future. Maybe possibly. I don't know. (laughs) Otherwise... Peace, love, accidentally fasting, and duh. Bye, guys. Have a great day. See you guys. Thanks for listening again to another episode.
Hello everyone, and welcome back to Accidentally Fasting, Crappy Stuff Review. <laughs> Hello, hi, welcome back. Woo! It's a party over here in the Langston household. We got a cat sleeping here. We got a carpet cleaner on the ground because we had such a crazy morning. Well, we it's, were... this, is the, this is a landmark episode because it's our first episode recorded during the day. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of fucking my uh, chi up because it's extremely bright and I'm kind of a vampire. Kind of vampire, kind of a vampire. <laughs> so uh, we wanted to do something a little bit different from the last time since we had a, a guest host and uh, we, there wasn't so much of uh, our witty married couple banter going on. Uh, so we wanted to do a guilty pleasures episode. Uh, just stuff we like. That uh, we wanted to talk about or whatever. Just something stupid and goofy. Yeah. So, I think we should start with YouTube. Why don't you start with... Because everybody knows what my fetishes with YouTube are. So, uh, YouTube why don't fetishes? you start? What, what kind of weird shit you watch on YouTube? So, well, it doesn't have to be weird. But, I mean, what is something that you... Like, a particular channel that's kind of like... Oh, boy. Really, bro? Really? Really? Uh, I don't know. I, you know, thinking off the top of my head, I don't know if I watch anything or if I subscribe to anything that crazy. Okay, but you watch that. What's that one guy's name? Hunter Fisher Trapper or whatever. I mean, oh, that yeah. guy. Shotgun I mean, that's pretty Red. guilty. Come on. That's a, I, <laughs> I guess if you're going <laughs> to judge me. Every time you watch it, I'm like Cooking with Shotgun eyes. Red. Hunter Fisher Trapper Trader Guide's got an interpreter. Shotgun Red here. I mean, or this Steve guy, Hall. he literally makes the grossest food. Like, I don't even understand why you watch him. And then he doesn't even really show himself eating it, so I'm like, what is the point, you know? And he takes a bite, you know. And then and he's, he's got lovely Sheila behind the camera. Oh, gosh. You know what? <laughs> if you guys are watching this, I'm sorry. I don't know you, Sheila. You're probably a really nice lady, but damn, you annoy me for some reason. She does? I yeah. Don't know. She... I really do. I mean... He's not like an amazing. She's kind of like a stepford wife, but for like a morbidly oh. obese man. Cause she's like, ah, like she's always so agreeable and smiling, and I'm just like, ugh. Yeah, it's just well, those naturally know. happy people that bother me. He's, like, really, your life can't be that great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, to me, I like Shotgun Red more than binging with Babish. Because I think Babish is, like, entertaining, but it's too polished and shit. Like, I'm it's sorry, not... I'm not familiar with Babish. Binging with Babish is, like, he, he cooks stuff. He started for, by cooking stuff from, like, TV shows and things like that. So he does, like, cartoons. He does recipes. He's a good cook and everything. It's just, I don't, I mean, the gimmick is over with me for that guy. So how many subscribers does he have? Do you know? He's a big channel. I don't know how many subscribers. He's I like, I was Babish. surprised that uh, Hunter Fisher Trapper or whatever he's got doesn't he have like at least a hundred k or no? I don't he's know if like he's that high up, but yeah, he's got a good. He's got more than I would have expected. Those but, are my favorite channels. Are like the thirty k people because they start getting a little cocky. So that's what I'm like, saying. Yeah, the down home like like uh, you're sitting in their room type deal. But I don't like the like vlog type channel. I think the closest thing I like to that is AVE, uh, which is Arduino versus something, Electrocity or whatever. I don't know. But um, other than that, I don't think I. So I do subscribe to Shotgun Red because uh, it's good stuff. But I don't know if there's anything else embarrassing or whatever that I should subscribe to or I do subscribe to. Like you don't like it? I would think they're like junk food YouTube channels. Like they have absolutely no substance. You're not learning anything, which is like all I watch on YouTube, literally. I do like a lot of competition food people. Like I watch that Matt guy, um, and I can't think of his name, but I subscribe to him, and he just ate like 1,620 fries, McDonald's fries. <laughs> but he's like... 
It's crazy, dude. That guy must weigh like 75 pounds. Like, he's the tiniest dude in the world. But he's one of those competition eaters where he just stuffs it in his face and does like 48,000 calories or whatever. Yeah. So I guess that's another one. But I really like, um, you know, just stuff you can listen to that you don't have to pay attention to or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so is there a channel that you haven't mentioned that you really like that you're like, oh my God, I don't want anybody to know about this? No, I mean, I'm a pretty open person. I'm not ashamed. Fuck people that are ashamed by, you know, what you find, what's fun to do. I mean, as long as you're not watching bestiality or something, then let's Which shouldn't let's be, be on YouTube anyway, really. You know what? Sometimes they, they let those little gems sneak in on YouTube. Hmm. You know what? I <laughs> guess, I, I think don't my... Don't you ever, like, find a video that you're like, sorry to interrupt you, this is me, but... You find a video on YouTube and you're like, how the fuck was this allowed? Because sometimes I'll rant. One time I saw this uh, stripping video of Black China, which if you guys know who Black China is, she's like a famous quote unquote thought or whatever. But she there was like a video of her stripping and she was like completely naked. And I don't know how that is allowed on YouTube. Well, there's those videos you have to sign in to watch or whatever. Oh, I guess I'm always signed in. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's it. I don't know. I'm not sure because I browse YouTube not signed in most of the time that's creepy but why is it creepy i can't get to weird videos like that that's part of the reason but i was gonna say um this isn't youtube but on twitch i was trying to do writing on twitch for a while live streaming my writing and i found a couple people who were like uh what do you call it like quaint or whatever like they were cute little channels where they like did writing and stuff and talked to the people and and uh they were really like uh, I don't know, they were they were pretty good channels though. Just people writing, live streaming their writing. I I think it's always funny when you get recommended these weird videos. Like I remember a couple of weeks ago, I was watching just something random, something probably like Simply Sarah or something, and then it said recommended videos turned up or turned up getting sec- male sexual assault in prisons and it was like Jeez. a Danny Trejo uh, oh, documentary yeah. and everybody in the comment section they're like I was just trying to watch how to make pizza why the fuck is this recommended mm-hmm. but I stayed for this shit it's like, that YouTube crap you know and I don't that, like to get into that YouTube drama stuff but yeah, they, they've got like really backwards like settings and, and how they do trending and stuff like that their algorithms yeah it's really strange but to go back to weird channels, I guess, um, there's this one lady, her name is Dreamer2Femme, and she's from Michigan, and she's got like, she's only got like 7,000 subscribers, not really, very, very Um, Yeah, so she's got 7,000 subscribers, very, you know, minimal channel and everything, but she's been doing it for like 10 years now, Um, and what she does is just vlogs her daily, you know, her daily life, all the mundane, boring stuff, like she'll just go to Aldi's and Costco every single day and does grocery hauls and just just talks like she'll just talk about laying her couch and do whatever and uh i guess it's a guilty pleasure because it's so weird i don't understand why i'm interested in her life and why i continue to watch it but it's like the most boring shit ever that's kind of the point of youtube too to be able to do that and share like it's interesting it's kind of almost like a mass sociological study if everybody did that like we would find out so much information about people and probably don't you think like be more comfortable being ourselves and shit like yeah. not worry about and, dumb shit and it's just something cool cause she's you know her life is pretty boring you know but she's so happy I mean at least she's pretending to be but she's yeah. just very content that way and it's just I don't know I think it's relaxing but well and it seems more honest than Facebook 
You yeah. Know, at least good. like doing posting stuff on YouTube that's part of your daily life is like showing at least a bigger glimpse into reality versus like just posting like oh my god I got a puppy or oh my god I'm in Hawaii and look at how fit I am even though this yeah. is a picture from 10 years ago but yeah I mean I, I prefer those I still watch like people like Trisha Paytas but that's like constant drama non-stop which is nice every once in a while but so how do you feel like about you know, the, I feel like the little YouTube channels are really nice and stuff, but how do you, what do you think about movies? Like, are the little movies better than big movies and stuff? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, big production shit's not really that great, I think. Like, yeah, I'm not into it. But those I mean, indie films are also, like, sometimes kind of. Yeah, sometimes they can be really pretentious, too. I feel like when they try, they either, yeah, they're either super pretentious or they try to be, like, big production, that's when they fail. What was that movie about the uh, transgender woman who, um, what was it called? Tangerine. Yeah, that one, I mean, that one was cool because it was just shot on the iPhone or whatever. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a big production. I don't know, like... I'm not even, I don't really watch movies that much. I just watch documentaries, it seems, lately. Well, that is a yeah. movie, but... Well, but they, I think that's a whole different thing, too, but what, like, I don't know if there's any documentaries I would call guilty pleasures. Like, oh, Super Size uh, Me is good, but looking back, it's, it it's a horrible so, movie. It's, it's a horrible documentary. So, it's like, yeah, I'm going to eat... 10 Big Macs a day, and I'm going to gain weight. Like, come on, you know? Yeah. And then it was all, like, correlation, not causation type bullshit, but... Well, of course, if you eat... If you say supersize me every time, of course you're going to gain weight, right? But if he had just eaten 2,000 calories or 1,800 calories of McDonald's, it would have been okay. Exactly. But, yeah. I mean, that's, to me... I don't know. Like, I don't know if independent films... I guess my guilty pleasure of film... Starts with Freddy Got Fingered. <laughs> no, uh, that's no guilty. You want to hear mine? This is, Showgirls is like the probably the biggest guilty pleasure, but I fucking love that movie so much. It's so amazing. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess it's better now that I understand like that it's supposed to be stupid or whatever. Or maybe it's not supposed to be, but It's I just don't know. campy. I love that genre, like campy movies. That's what yeah. John Waters is, but... Then there's, I don't know if you guys have ever seen this. I mean, who has? It's Illegal Aliens with Anna Nicole Smith. Oh, I my mean, God. The fork in the microwave. Like, <laughs> movies like that. Like, I don't know who the fuck put her in, like, why they did that. Because that was when she was at the height of her drug addiction. I don't know what she was on, but, I mean, it was just yeah, all around like, messy. Yeah, there's, like, one point in the movie where she's like, and why is my poopy hole sore? She had a weird voice. And why? Yeah, she, like, like talked think, like a weird baby. It was kind of like the kiss of the vampire, vampire kiss, whatever, where he's, like, talking in that funny continental accent. Oh, that yeah. Did. That was, like, really weird and didn't, I don't understand that. So why why did her poopy, why was her poopy hole sore, though? Did we ever figure they that out? They either put something up it or she got, like, possessed by China or whatever. and I don't remember. Yeah, there's a reason. Oh, yeah, wasn't China, like, talking, like, she was, like, talking like this, or she was, like, talking really strangely, yeah. too? Yeah, she had another weird thing going on, too. That's weird. I wonder how many other people were in that movie that died, you know? China didn't die? What? China died, like, years and no years way. ago. No way, are you serious? Yeah, what are you talking about? No way. What? Yeah. I don't remember this. Wow, this is like, what is that? That Bernstein oh Bears God, no, type shit? Uh, I think you ah. just, I know you know that. No, I swear, I don't remember. You knew it before. No, 
I I don't. And what? It's kind of. Did China ever make music? Uh, first of all, her name changed to China Doll, and probably. What about uh, Anna Nicole Smith? Did she ever make music? Um, I think she did actually. I don't know. I'm a big Anna Nicole stan. I love her so. Like she was like literally the most beautiful woman ever to exist in the '90s, but. Yeah. Would I follow you... a bunch of Anna Nicole fan pages on Instagram. Shout oh, outs. I didn't know that there was still like a thing. That's oh, pretty cool. Yeah, she's got a cult following. Yeah. How old was she when she died? I think she was probably in her like. I don't think she was a forty yet. It was really sad how she died because her son died like the year before, and she just had a baby. And I think she just was so heartbroken by her son dying. You know, because he was young. He was like twenty four or something. You know. Yeah. But anyway, we're not trying to bring you guys down. I guess Anne Nicole's my guilty pleasure. So. Just all around. Yeah, because if you watch her, did you ever watch her reality show? Anna, Anna, glamorous Anna, Anna, Nicole, you're so outrageous. What was it called? Anna Nicole show. Oh, <laughs> uh, did I watch it? Yeah. No, I never and watched it. And then there it. was like this like interior designer guy. His name was uh, Bobby. What was it? Something Bobby. I don't know, but he was this really irritating, like short, like flamboyant guy. And mm-hmm. yeah, he was. He you know, like, in that in that same vein of reality TV shows. So my friend Amadeo, like we play video games, right? And, um, it, it, when I forget what it was, like maybe two years ago or something, every time we would be playing, his girlfriend would be watching RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, and, yeah. And, you know, I'd hear every five minutes, Jiggly Caliente! <laughs> and so I got, that was like a guilty pleasure of mine, was like listening to that shit while I played like Minecraft or whatever, like super relaxing game, and then... I'd hear RuPaul doing some weird competition shit in the background. That's supposed to be a really good show. I've never watched it at all, but it's supposed to be actually good, not that guilty. What movie good. was it that we just watched that RuPaul was in? Oh. Uh, the high school one? Oh, Brady Bunch movie. Yeah, the Brady Bunch movie. That was such a weird part, like, to have RuPaul play. Well, because, play. like, he was such a uh, big part of that, you know? Of the th- culture? Of the Brady Bunch Well, stuff? like, just, like, the 90s. Like, that oh, was such yeah. a big thing. Well, and that really was like a 90s nostalgia movie wrapped in a 60s nostalgia movie. Yeah, it was like actually really creative. Like watching that again, I was like, that's actually a very Yeah, uh, it's like nostalgiaception. Yeah, I just, and I love those kinds of movies where it's it's um, current era, but then mixed with, because like how Captain America, you know, is living yeah, in the, the world current world. I mean, I just like shit like that. Well, and Blast from the Past with Brendan Fraser. Wasn't there a movie we just watched about Hitler being, like, in 2019 or whatever? What the hell was that movie? Oh, I don't know, but I know that Kung Fu, Kung Fury had Hitler as the bad guy, and he was time-traveling and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great movie. That's one of my... I don't think that's a guilty pleasure, though. Yeah. Sometimes... I mean, and then as far as music, like, I know that people are really pretentious about... That's probably the biggest thing, because... I listen to so many different kinds of music, as we discussed, and then if I like 6 9 or, you know, Blue Face Babies, like, everybody just is like, oh my gosh, how could you listen to that trash? Meanwhile, they're listening to, it's been a while. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I, I was driving home the other day, and the turnaround came on, and I was singing along with that. I think that's a guilty pleasure. Oh, man, the other day I was, like, really happy for some reason, and drops of Jupiter in her head. Oh, yeah. I was like, black train. Train, yeah, train. Uh, oh, yeah, I was, I was, like, belting that out, and I fucking hate that song, for real, but... 
Some songs you just they, you don't really like like them, but they're fun to like sing along with alone. Like I don't know. There's a lot of like uh, like that one Britney Spears album that came out that you the you know she had like a new one or whatever. Oh was, uh, yeah, um, what the Hold It Against Me album? Yeah. Yeah, that like was really fun to sing after on the way to a party to get all pumped up and stuff. <laughs> I, I don't care. I'm I'm I think it was really fun. Um, but other than that band, like, I don't, I don't know if there's anything else too that like, aside from like pop music or whatever, like girly pop music, that's just fun stuff. Like, yeah. And, and going back to like, I guess we're talking about manly versus girly things. Like, it's funny that you talk about liking such a quintessentially girly Mm -hmm. album, you know? Yeah. That's what I mean. Well, I think that's kind of what puts it in my guilty pleasure category even though it's not like a bad thing to be what it is i just think it's really fun music it was just so dumb yeah that's the thing sometimes you just gotta relax and have fun you know what i mean but sometimes i mean some people just have really good beats you know like it's just fun to dance to i mean you're not gonna sit there and dance to um fucking what is that band that everybody likes with the the guy with the no 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 that is that imagine dragons or no. is that fun or i don't know like no I'm the not... one with like the court not the accordion but the the crazy the mumford and sons oh Come yeah on. yeah i'm not really... i mean i don't see anybody twerking to that music come on that's true. It's not really fun. I, well, I don't know. People would disagree, but to me... I'm sure when you're drunk, everything is fun to dance to, though. But that kind of pop music has never interested me. Like, there's this weird vein of, like, you know... And it's probably because we've been together so long, and you listen to, like, Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears and all this stuff, that, like, I get exposed to it over and over. But still, it's, there are some bands that, like, people will play in their cars driving us around or me around or whatever, and I'm like... I don't get how you enjoy this. And it's not a guilty pleasure for them. They think that they're like awesome for listening to it, you know? And Well, I think I'm awesome for listening to music that I like, so uh, I can't blame them. Like, uh, what's that guy's name that opened up for Jimmy Buffett? Boz Skaggs? Yeah. Boz fucking Skaggs? He has no shame when listening Leo. to Boz Skaggs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? That was just, I was so super what? drunk when we went to see Jimmy Buffett. And, uh, well, how else are you going to be? I was drinking a Four loco. I mean, that was pretty fun. Yeah, which was foreshadowing for Halloween since you were a Four loco. Yes, for Halloween. and you know what? I just realized I'm going to bring that dress because we're going, we're going a couple trips and very... Uh, well, we'll do an episode, a uh, Mardi Gras episode. Yeah, we're, we're going to go to Mardi Gras, Gras and, and all this, you know, Vegas and stuff. Um, but I'm going to wear that for... I'm going to wear the shit out of that Four loco dress. I don't fucking care. Fuck yeah. We could do a Bourbon Street episode, but we'll see about that. I mean, things yeah, I mean, to look we, forward to. Yes. Uh, let's talk about... Are we going too fast if I go ahead and start talking about Hot Pockets? Oh, yeah. Guilty <laughs> pleasures of food. I think my biggest one is like frozen corn dogs. Yeah, you sure do like your frozen corn dogs. Yeah, I could probably eat the... I, I think before uh, I was, like, obsessed... Well, no, I was probably obsessed with chips and salsa at the same time. But I could probably eat, like, a corn dog and chips and salsa every day for the rest of my life. But I don't think chips and salsa is guilty pleasure. I don't know. No, that's definitely not. I, I think it's just, like, that nasty, like, microwave food or just the frozen food, you know? Oh, God, But, yeah. I mean... Like, cause today I had Jose Olay 
you know, beef and uh, bean cheese ta- mini tacos. Man, those were so fucking good. Like, they're so delicious, but I know they're just terrible, you know? But they're yeah, great. Yeah, I didn't like them. <laughs> I'd say that's a good good And then pleasure. I'm always getting, I'm like, I love Hot Pockets. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, the Hot yeah. Pockets are good, you know? Well, and I think that there's, like, there's guilty pleasure foods, and then there's guilty pleasure places to eat. Applebee's. Like, <laughs> I was, <not laughs> was going to say that as a joke, but like to me, uh, Wiener Schnitzel is like a guilty pleasure place. If you, I mean, they have good shakes, but like actually eating there. I just can't believe that a restaurant named that got so popular. Like it's literally taking a penis and a poop ball, mix it together. <laughs> I guess that's what it is. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> No, I don't really like not... them at all. Now, wait a minute. This has always been a mystery to me, okay? So the hot dog's like a long thing, and the a burger's like a round thing. How come there's no, like, hot dog meat burgers? Ugh. I mean, it's like bologna or whatever, isn't it? Like, kind of like a... Yeah, you yeah, get but a how fried nobody... bologna sandwich. Yeah, how come nobody does, like, fried bologna sandwiches at these places? I don't know. People are snobby about bologna. I love bologna. Like, bologna is good. Well, it's weird. It doesn't have to be... And you know who I learned that bologna can be real good from? A shotgun red. Oh, gosh. Yeah, because he made a smoked bologna. He had, like, a big old cylinder of, like, three pounds of bologna. Spiral cut it, marinated it, smoked it for a couple hours, and it looked fantastic. Yeah, but you didn't try it. I would, though. I wouldn't try anything that that guy's eating. I don't think he washes his hands. I guess I've never uh, noticed whether or not he washes. You can his sometimes hands. you can just smell people from your, either when you're watching a video you can smell them from your phone or TV or whatever. Yeah, he's got that definite like weird smell that like he looks like he would have. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I think I don't think he washes because he his seems ears. like a really nice guy. You know? Maybe that's he not disables true. his comments though. I can't. This is my thing. Do not get a YouTube channel and not want any feedback. Like, I get so irritated. Guilty pleasure. This this chick named Foodie Beauty. Everybody calls her Foodie Booty. But she she disables her comments all the time. <laughs> but she's, like, always on a, you know, weight loss journey. Like, she'll do these crazy fasts and then get binges on... Um, there's like this pizza place in Canada called Pizza Pizza that I really want to try. But anyway, she binges on that. Mm-hmm. It's like a whole cycle. And then she goes, she fasts and then she talks about her diarrhea for like three hours. But oh, anyway, she always horrible. disables her comments and it's it's irritating. So then it fuels these hate channels that have to do mm-hmm. reaction videos. Because if you don't allow, you know, if you don't allow react or, you know, people to comment, right. like they're going to have to, yeah, they have to have an avenue. Which is kind of cool that it fuels like another another place popping up to do that and i guess that would make it more popular anyway but you know going back to youtube now um i remembered that i like the marble olympics guy i don't know what that channel is actually called but every year he does like marble rally races and different different tracks and and races marbles and stuff and that's a really good channel Mm -hmm. it's a good saturday morning channel when i'm doing something else and i just throw that on and and listen to the results of those I, races. Iron in your uh, suspenders for the next day. Yeah. 